0: The time is now. Ambition. 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 What is the secret to success? Movement. Ambition. Ambition. Yeah. People look at you strange, saying you change Like you work that hard to stay the same. Like you're doing all this for a reason. reason. Hard work. Yeah. Works. This is Trainers Talk with Donovan Allman. Thanks for joining me again. We are getting into um, the third and fourth part of my four-part series that I did with Rob Morrow, Business Coach. Um, And if you haven't heard the first two, you're welcome to go back and check those out. But these next two are focused on priorities, how to set that up, and then also the plan and tools and things that you can do to kind of really set yourself up for success. In a year and a time when um, sometimes success is hard to find. So these tools we've been able to use to kind of keep things really moving in a positive way through our business and through uh, just life-changing effects of uh, what's going on in the world. So take advantage of that, listen, take notes, uh, have fun with it. And so we're going to start off with priorities first and enjoy. Welcome to our Health and Wellness 360. I'm here with Rob Morrow and we're here at part three where we're gonna talk about priorities. And if you've missed, this is a four part series that we've uh, put together and what you wanna do, we talked about awareness in our first part and the second part was a reality check and now we're gonna get it, start to get into some meat and things that we can really start to look towards the future. So we've looked towards the past and the present and the last two parts, and now we're gonna to get to looking towards the future. So when we think of priorities, Rob, what does that mean?
1: Well, uh, first of all, great to be back with you. Yeah, Thank and, you. And, and you, the audience. Uh, this is this has is, uh, been, been a real pleasure and we're looking forward to this section and as we have the other ones. Uh, well, when, when I think of priorities and we talk about priorities, uh, maybe it's just a big word for what's important. And so as we, as, we, uh, as we talked about awareness, increased people's awareness, and understood the reality and depths of the pandemic and its effect on all of us, uh, it, it seemed like it was now really time to ask a question, perhaps to personalize this a bit, and say, you know, how has this really changed you know, my life specifically? And how has it changed the way I think about what's important? So I think that's really what I would encourage you to think about when you when you think about how you might want to re- revisit and then reset your priorities. Uh, not everyone will change priorities, uh, but you know, we've talked actively about these major areas of our lives. You know, our, our physical life, our emotional life, our professional life, our financial life, and our social life and relationships. And if you kind of take that as a proxy for, for revisiting your priorities, uh, it's probably very unlikely to me. You know, given how devastating this pandemic has been and how much displacement that's gone on, that that you would or I would—I know mine have changed—but if I said, you know, what's the most important series of things to me to think about? What would I? What would that list have looked like on January of 2020? And how would that have changed January 2021? And uh, I think for me, the list looks different. I would think for you, the list might look different. And the most important thing to do is to, at this point, to say, let's not be too casual about this. Let's take the time to, as Donovan suggests, get your pen out, get your paper out, whatever, how you make notes. And let's see if we can really put a little bit of discipline around how we think about what's changed, because that is going to lay the foundation for how we go about affecting change. Yeah. So those are that's what priorities are.
0: Excellent. Um, I think one of the things is it was interesting, you know, when we're, we're going through this process and we're talking about this, you know, we you also have to look we have to look internally into the things. That we do when we're working with clients and us personally, and for me and um, for my wife Jackie, we one of the priorities that I definitely would say has has pivoted uh, through 2020 and going into 2021 um, is kids, our kids' education. You know, you know, we've for all the parents out there that have kids that are uh, going to school and and especially. Uh, my kids' ages that are ranged between five and five and twelve, you know, they're in a state where they've been doing most of their education remotely uh, through Zoom or different. Are uh, we have become the teachers uh, for their educations and and their and the extended homework that they're getting, and so for us, the shift of energy and resources has pivoted of our own time. Um, Getting tutors and and other resources that we can provide has has jumped for sure on the priority list. Um, when it comes to you, Rob, what kind of things have shifted for you?
1: Well, I think one one of the things that shifted for me is uh, you know in my own you know personal personal life, which is you know being much more confined to home. Uh, you know how I go about trying to take care of myself physically. You know I yeah. used to come come to see you every day, Yeah. Uh, now that doesn't happen, so I'm really having to you know, think about, how do I get my walking in, how do I get my exercise in, yeah. and I'm having to treat it as a priority. It used to be kind of an afterthought, now it's a priority. Uh, the other priority I see through the lens of my clients around the country is uh, there's so much dislocation about the way people are working. So they are having to change their priorities of, you know, do they have a home office or don't they have a home office? How are they actually, they weren't thinking about that. Yes. You know, January of last year they were getting in a car and driving to work. Yes. Now it's gonna be a year later and they've been at home for a year and they're now trying to figure out, so when they, the way they talk about work now and how to effectively work in their job is quite a bit different. And so their priorities have changed. In some cases I've had uh, people that have lost their job. So what we talked about in our cons- my consulting business with him a year ago was about advancement and how to develop a new strategy and how to put the new big plan in place. And now the big plan in place is how do I get a new job? Yes. Well, that's that's what I would call a different priority, a different sense of urgency. There are lots of different words for this. But they all bring us to the same place, which is, how has the pandemic changed our, things around us? How does it influence the important things in our life? What has changed from a year ago? And now that, and we really encourage you to take the time to think about that carefully. I, I think it's easy to fly at twenty-five thousand feet and not get specific. Just say, well, I, I don't. I would encourage you to push yourself a little bit and not say, well, things just aren't normal. Uh, It's true they're not normal, but in what way in your life are they not normal? Mm -hmm. So I think if we can get a little bit deeper and get a small list going of things that we want to treat differently next year, then that'll position us very nicely as we move into our next segment which is going to be trying to provide you with some actual tools once you've got your priorities reset. So a very rich subject, a very timely subject. And uh, we're very excited about trying to share our thoughts with you and look forward to helping you navigate that going forward.
0: Excellent. Yeah. All right. So here we go. We just got done listening to priorities and now we're going to get into the true meat, of figuring out different plans and tools of how you can really think about the problems or the issues you wanna solve. And we give you the template of how to get it done. So check this out at the fourth part of our four-part series, The Plan. Yeah. Welcome to part four of this Health and Wellness 360 series. I'm here again with Rob Morrow, and we're going to start, we started in this uh, four-part series, we started with awareness. We went into a reality check. Now, we just finished with priorities, and now we're going to go into tools for implementation and developing a plan that will really lead you to an opportunity for positive change. So, Rob, when we think about the plan, how does that look when we we just came from priorities and we're developing a plan? How does that transition look?
1: Well, I think it's it's a, a very important step in transition because uh, you know once we've established our priorities or just code for what's important to us, uh, and if it's important to us, then it's worth working on. It. Yeah. And I think I think working on it is really what a plan means. Uh, because so often, I know it's happened to me many, many times in my life, I what I really want to change gets left at the doorstep of aspiration. Yeah. And it's it's something I've identified as an aspiration, but I don't have any plan in place to actually bring it into effect. So I think what we're inviting you in this segment is to think about a plan or plans, tools, if you want to call it that, but basically the goal is this, overall goal, is to identify problems uh, and to make plans to bring about changes that will really have a positive in fact, impact on us, ultimately to get us to a point where we're more confident and feel less vulnerable. Yeah. I mean that's the goal. We just want to feel better by uh, resetting priorities and putting in place how do we actually change it. Uh, but, but that brings us to the how. How do we actually once we've got our priorities straight, how do we bring about change? Donovan?
0: So I think you know this now we're finally at something where we can really think about the positiveness of of, of growth. And when these are things that I do when I work with clients and I do personally when I'm working on different changes that I'm trying to make. Um, and I look at it in different ways. The first thing that I look at is, is the research? I do some research first, then I look at the resources that I have available um, to access. I, ha- I then go into goals, then we go into the timeline, the schedule. We execute that that timeline schedule, and then we reevaluate where we are. So um, the research and the access, you know, the resources is kind of the people that you know. It's using the internet. It's using um, whatever resource you feel like you have to achieve that goal. And when we talk about goals, what are some of the things that we really look into, Rob, when we're going into our goals?
1: Well, I think setting goals is is probably more of an art than a science. Yeah. It means different things to different people, but I think there are a couple of things in common that I would suggest when you think about your goals. Is first of all, we all only have a limited amount of time so I would keep goals, uh, I would make sure that I kind of back-tested and said, first of all, is this something important to me? So it has to have a importance or I wouldn't fool around with it right now. Uh, I think you should have only a few goals if they're talking about physical or professional or financial, uh, if the list of goals is too long, you tend not to do it, so I would keep my list short and crisp. I think it's very important that there's a way you measure it. Yep. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is, but please think about, well, if I say it's important enough to be on this list of goals, then I should have a way to measure it, whether it's weight loss or more savings or whatever I'm gonna do, try to figure a way to measure it. And then I think it's very important to kind of close the back door by putting a time frame. Because if you tend to have a goal without a timeline, it it can it can weaken pretty quickly. So, how do you measure success, and do you have a timeline for it? Would be two things I would really incorporate into my goal setting.
0: Definitely, definitely. Um, you, you know, so I think weight loss is is becomes the most common goal that most clients that I've worked with are people that I come in contact with from a professional setting that. Weight loss is generally one of those things, and and um, setting that goal is important. You you say how much weight you want to lose. After you've done the research and you realize that uh, what's the healthy amount that you can lose, um, what that number is, how much weight you're going to lose per week or per you know month, whatever that 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 setting is, and then putting that timeline of how how often you're going to work out, what you're going to do to change your diet to maybe assist that, that weight loss goal is kind of a common way if you look at the, those settings that I talked about earlier to um, execute and then reevaluate once you hit certain s- standards after a month or after two months, reevaluating where you are and seeing if you're on your track.
1: Right, and that's a wonderful example of a plan versus an aspiration. Yeah. An aspiration is I want to lose weight, okay? Donovan just described a plan to lose weight. Yeah. And that's when you get two hands clapping. You have to, you have to start with an aspiration. That's great. But when you put a plan to back it up, then you get what you want. Yes. So, so I, I just think it's a great example. Yeah. Uh, you know, another example I see, you know, we've talked before often through this series of uh, the social dislocation people have. Yep. They miss their friends, they miss their comrades. They, they, just, they miss society in general. Yep. And so the question is, uh, so you know, it's one thing to say, you know, I, I miss contact with people. Uh, a plan would be I'm going to pick one or two people a day that I wouldn't otherwise do. And I'm going to pick up the phone and call them or email them. I'm just going to do a big, I'm going to have a big outreach plan. Yep. And I think you'd be surprised at what comes back.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, I haven't heard from you in 20 years. How the hell are you? You know, so that that's... That's sort of a simple plan, but nevertheless a, a plan to increase your socialization.
0: Exactly, and, and just taking all those things, That's just kind of recap. So if you take some research, you focus on the resources that you have, um, you put together the goals that Rob talked about and making sure that they're measured and that you have a timeline with those, and then you execute and then you reevaluate after you get towards the end of that timeline. If you use that system, it's something that you truly we truly believe you can do, um, and it really helps set you know your future in a more successful path.
1: Yep, I, I think it's a. We really encourage you to take this seriously. Actually, we think there's a lot of opportunity for positive change. Uh, and in closing, uh, I think one of the things that I would encourage you to do is to. Approach this with some degree of confidence. Uh, These goals and objectives can be small. uh, They can be consistent. And I think you'd be surprised at how powerful they can be if you just apply yourself. So don't be overwhelmed. Set the goals. Put in place a practice that you do, perhaps daily, to achieve those. Be patient with yourself, but be fully committed and I think if you just follow that little template, you're gonna be pleasantly surprised at how much progress you make, and uh, Donovan and I would certainly apl- applaud that.
0: Definitely, and we, we truly believe, we we put this together because we truly believe that this is something you really can do. Um, this is very, you know, if you just take the time, sit down, write those notes out, that's the reason why I wanted you to have the pen and paper or however you take notes, because we know you can do it, and... Right. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Um, and we also will put more information if you wanna reach out to Rob, connect with him. If you have any questions and he might be able to help you directly, uh, please do so. So his uh, email and phone and his website will be available at the end of this program.
1: Good. Well, thank you and thank, thank uh, everyone who's attended. Uh, I think this has uh, been more than we had hoped for. Yeah. And uh, we, we certainly hope that you've enjoyed it and benefited from it. That was, we started it by saying we wanted to be of help and service, and we hope we have. See you again. Thank you.